Welcome to the Discover Universal podcast. Keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle. And watch your step on the moving walkway because we're taking you park to park to prepare you for your next visit. Let's Discover Universal. Welcome to the Discover Universal podcast. My name is Carrie, and I learned you should always look a hippogriff right in the eye. I'm David, and I'm a keeper. Uh, yesterday was so much fun. It was dope. We got to experience the wizarding world of Harry Potter, both Diagon Alley and Hogsmeade. Yeah. And we rode the Hogwarts Express across the way, too. Oh, man. Unforgettable. Now, for those of you who have never visited the wizarding world of Harry Potter, let's just give them an overview of what you can expect. So there are two separate lands, and they are in two separate parks, and they are connected by the Hogwarts Express. So if you would like to visit both, you definitely need that park-to-park ticket to access the Wizarding World of Harry Potter Diagon Alley over at Universal Studios Florida and the Wizarding World of Harry Potter Hogsmeade over at Islands of Adventure. Now, both of the lands are chock full of attractions, dining options, shows, some themed experiences, and more. So you can get absolutely everything you need from a full day at Universal by visiting both lands in the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. And for our friends over on the West Coast, don't worry, you can get on the fun as well. They have the Wizarding World of Harry Potter over at Universal Studios Hollywood and even at some of our parks around the globe. We started our day at Diagon Alley, and one of my favorite things is the immersion starts even before you enter the land. It's an immersive sort of London setting. Uh, There's a jacket potato stand out there, and you're seeing the front of King's Cross Station, which is home to the Hogwarts Express. So as you walk in, you can kind of feel this sense of like mystery and magic going on there. It just feels like there's a a change in the air, and, uh, and, and something really incredible is about to happen. I remember the first time I walked through that brick wall. Yeah. I almost was just like stopped in my tracks. Yeah. Yeah. Because the the way the Diagon Alley just opens up yeah. as soon as you get through that wall, you see right up the way, you see Gringotts Bank at the end there. All the buildings are kind of askew. There's signs right. everywhere. There's stuff in all the windows. It's it's like almost sensory overload a little bit. It really is. Yeah. There's so much going on there. And one of my favorite things to do is look at your fellow guests yeah. because they, chances are, are having the same reaction that you are. Their mouths are hanging open. There's a lot of kids out there. They have their wands and they're they're ready to 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 do some magic. You got some parents out there that are going, I cannot believe I just stepped into Diagon Alley. I mean, it is that immersive. I think what it comes down to is just that feeling when you walk in. Yeah. You... You love the franchise. You love the movies. Mm-hmm. And when you step through that threshold, it is real. Immediately. It is there. Your eyes, whatever thing in your brain <laughs> triggers and clicks yeah. and is like, this is that thing yeah, from the thing that I, I love. And then that leads you to want to like get more involved, right? So you can you can jump into Ollivander's wand shop. You can have a wand experience. You can jump over to Florian Fortescue's ice cream parlor and taste some of the, the delicious tastes of Diagon Alley. Uh, of course, there's the Carcat Market stage with a couple shows over there so you can listen to the, the sounds and see the sights. Um, and of course, you can feel the heat from the fire-breathing dragon atop Gringotts Bank. So it's not just a, a sight overload. It is so multisensory. You're feeling, hearing, seeing, tasting everything that Diagon Alley has to offer. Or if you're like me, you just hang out over in Nocturne Alley. Slink around in the <laughs> shadows. Now, Nocturne seem to be one of your favorite places, Mr. Slytherin. I don't, yeah, I don't know if it's my affinity to Slytherin or not. Mm, mm. Maybe it's just because it's very dark and cool in there, too. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's actually a good point. That was really, really nice. So there's we, cool stuff in there. There's cool stuff yeah. to look at. There's little alleyways to creep around. 
You can go in and inside a Borgen and Burks in there and see some <gasps> cool stuff. And you can do the wand magic too. Of course. Yeah. Now, all the interactive wand things. Exactly. So speaking of all of the uh, interactive wand experiences throughout the land, we had a chance to jump over to Ollivander's Wand Shop. And I have never had the experience of going into the wand, wand shop and letting a wand select me. And it was one of those moments that it was just, I, I'm never going to forget it. In fact, I want our listeners uh, to listen to our experience that we had yesterday in Ollivander's Wand Shop. I, I got to be present. I got to watch you just totally geek out. Totally. I, I could only imagine what you were <laughs> what you were thinking. I mean, like speaking to the wand keeper and him talking to me about what the wand was made out of and and how long it was and and just the feeling of holding it in my hand the first time and it's like the lights changed and like the air in the room changed and I was like, oh, you've been chosen. Yes, yes. Our executive producer, Michelle, she was like, I could see you shaking when you were holding the wand up. I was like, oh, my God. It's just such a reverent space, you know? It's 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 quiet. It's dim. It's it's all about you and this wand, creating this relationship for the first time. Personally, I enjoyed all the wands uh, that didn't quite match you. <laughs> uh, I didn't do very good. Yeah. Yeah, you tried to cast some spells that— Went whizzing around the room there a mm-hmm, little bit. Mm-hmm, Let's see, mm-hmm. you wilted some flowers at one point. Uh, you know, I, I think you almost started a storm in this mm-hmm, room. Mm-hmm. I attempted an aguamenti. I think that backfired. Yeah, maybe in a mispronunciation. I don't know. It might have been. Yeah, and 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 the other one conjured a storm. So, but that third time, third time was the charm, as it often is. Yes. And if you are lucky enough to be chosen for the wand <laughs> experience, uh, and you'd like to keep the wand that chose you, you can go right out there and purchase it inside Ollivander's after the experience or select from one of the many other wands they have available. That's right. And then after we were at Ollivander's wand shop, uh, we went around the corner. We were able to hang out at Carket Market stage and see Celestina Warbeck and her beautiful banshees out there singing some uh, some original jazz music on stage. And they are just, those little ladies are so lovely. Very talented. They were crushing it. That's right. Yeah. Those songs are so catchy. Aren't they great? They are stuck in my head the rest of the day. Still stuck in your head? I mean, yeah. I now that now that we mention it, yeah, I'm singing, I got a cauldron full of hot stranglers. <laughs> David. <laughs> I'm going to leave the Banshees to sing that one. You are the next them do it. famed jazz singer of the Wizarding World. That's, yeah, career path, maybe. Could be. <laughs> You're off to a good start. <laughs> so after Carket Market stage, where did we go? Is that when we went into Gringotts Bank? Oh! I think we headed into Gringotts Bank. We did. And rode Harry Potter and the Escape from Gringotts. Listen, I've been on that attraction many, many times. Yeah. But every time I'm more impressed. I feel like, again, we were trying to sort of describe the experience before we went on, and it was like— It's it's, a lot of things. It's a lot of things. It's a roller coaster so, uh, you know, there's a lot of moments of speed. There's a lot of moments of, like, angle shifts. and Spinning and twirling. Yeah. But then there's, like, a 3D element. So you're seeing all of these uh, all these these characters that you love from the movies, like, coming at you. There's an audio experience that's kind of washed over the whole car. It's wild. It is, it is a wild it ride. It is, though, an adventure through the vaults of Gringotts. You're right. Yeah. And we emerged victorious. We did escape. Oh, we escaped. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. Narrowly. Yeah. We made it. What a great ride. Thanks, Dragon. That would be a must-do. For my money, Harry Potter and the Escape from Gringotts is a must-do in the wizarding world of Harry Potter Diagon Alley. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 
even just the queue line is really incredible because you get to go through Gringotts Bank and there's the iconic chandelier in the middle and you're seeing all those goblins there. Um, and again, it's just, it transports you to that scene in the movie where you're seeing all those goblins and uh, and you're right there in the middle of the action. Our executive producer, Michelle, did the research. Yes. And I'm told <laughs> that there are 62,000 crystals. I love that. Inside those chandeliers. And then the light bounces off of them and you see it on the floor. It's really beautiful. So we escaped from Gringotts. We did. Thank goodness. I know. Oh, man. Not that Gringotts Bank isn't great. The caves are wonderful. Beautiful. There's just a lot of other things to do out there in Diagonally. That's right. And we took advantage of that. In fact, I think we got hungry at that point. Yeah, we ran around. We took a little detour. And we went to one of our favorite places. Definitely a must-do in terms of the Wizarding World of Harry Potter dining. We went to the Leaky Cauldron. Did you know the cauldron's actually leaky? I was just going to say, we found out a very cool Easter egg all by ourselves. Looking up at the sign, as soon as you come through the Right through the brick wall. Yes. On your left. You see the, it's sort of like a wrought iron uh, silhouette. There's a witch and she's stirring the cauldron. And the cauldron leaks. There's a a little drip. There's a little drip of water. See, it's the details that really make it. How did I never notice that before? I don't know. I think it's because when you first walk in, you're just like the expansive alleys there and you're like, oh, and then- Third episode I've done there that. It is. <laughs> when you first walk into Diagon Alley, it's so expansive and your eyes are, you know, pulled every different direction. Sure. And I've never just looked up to my left at the little sign. A very simple but very effective detail. What a detail. I know. Yeah. Excellent. And the food wasn't bad either. Do you think for years the restaurant was just called the cauldron? <gasps> oh, I never thought of that. Was the cauldron always leaky? Maybe it got got cracked. We might have to do some research. Well, we did go inside the Leaky Cauldron, and we had a fabulous lunch. It was so good. They have a ton of options, lots of traditional English fare. They have shepherd's pie, cottage pie, a plowman's platter that you can share, sort of like an English charcuterie board. They got a fisherman's pie. They got bangers and mash. They got bangers on a sandwich. And, of course, David's David's lunch was fish and chips. Oh, I had the fish and chips. You liked your That's fish classic. And chips. Yeah. yeah, it was really good. Yeah. I had the beef and lamb Guinness stew. Very good. Served in like a bread bowl. Oh. It had a side salad, had like a stewed tomato. It was delicious. It was very good. Yeah, it was. It's super cool. You go in there when you order at the counter, all the drinks. So you can get all the different oh, Yeah. My personal favorite uh if you're over 21, of course, yes. the Wizard's Brew. It's a dark chocolatey stout. It is so yummy. It Smells very good. It's my favorite. I'm a big fan of the dragon scale. That is a good one. Kind of like a, a more bitter, like uh, maybe akin to a red ale. It's very good. It's very pretty as well. It has a nice ruby hue. Yeah. But of course, uh, on the back wall, when they're taking your order at the Leaky Cauldron, you see all these different kegs and barrels, and that's where they pour all the iconic drinks out of. Right. So again, it's just a really immersive experience. It's not like they're opening a refrigerator or something. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm really here in the Leaky Cauldron. Yeah. And, That's and how of it would course, be served. The alcoholic and non-alcoholic drinks alike. Uh, so not only are the incredible like specialty brewed beers there, yeah. uh, but a lot of specialty drinks for the kids as well. Sure. Or if you just don't feel like drinking a beer, they got fishy green ale. Oh, yeah. Of course, they got all the- Pumpkin juice. Pumpkin juice, mm. butter beer. Yes. Classic. Ha- David- Here's a question. Okay. How do you take your butter beer? How do you, how do you take your butter beer? How do you beer? take your butter beer? My personal favorite is the the hot butter beer. Really? But I know that's not an answer for all seasons. Well, that's okay. It's nice in the winter when it's cooler. It might be a little much if it's like in the heat of the summer. Maybe then I'm going to go for a cold butter beer or a frozen butter beer. Mm, good idea. Good idea. 
There's not there's not bad butterbeer. Th- I that's mean, correct. It's good in all forms. In fact, there are non-drinkable versions of butterbeer. That's true. You can uh, enjoy butterbeer fudge. You can enjoy butterbeer potted cream. Yeah. I've never had the fudge. We actually, <gasps> we bought some of the butterbeer fudge from Sugar Plum's Sweet Shop. <gasps> we need to try it. We need to try it on air. Live reaction. Yes. Okay, we need to do that. <laughs> that will happen. That will happen later today. Also, the the sort of classic non-drinkable version of the butterbeer is butterbeer soft serve butter ice beer cream. Butterbeer ice cream is so good. That's my. That's how I take my butterbeer. Really? Yes. Oh, man. In the iced cream version. So, we finished our delicious lunch. Mm-hmm. Put that away. Mm-hmm. That was yummy. Yes. Uh, and then we actually exited Diagon Alley to head over to King's Cross Station. Yes. Because you know, London. you know, we're not going to stop at one park. Oh no, we got to get our park to park tickets out. That's right. Head over on the Hogwarts Express all the way to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter Hogsmeade, where there's like even more awesome stuff. Look, this is a full experience. It's like a full day. You it could spend is. a whole day just in the Wizarding World. Oh, a hundred percent. Multiple days. Yeah. There are so many little details in both Diagon Alley and Hogsmeade. So we headed over uh, via the Hogwarts Express. Yeah, you go through King's Cross Station. Uh, it's pretty cool. I've never been there myself. I haven't been fortunate enough to actually go to London. Oh, okay. But I hear that it is like pretty faithfully recreated. Like it yeah. feels like you're in sure. the real train station, I mean, right? You, you walk in, you feel like you're underground. You got all the overhead lighting. You know, it's it's like a lot of brickwork. It, it feels like you are in an underground tube station. There's actually a little drink stand in the queue. Oh, yeah. Uh, kind of one of my favorite things. A lot of yeah. people don't realize you're allowed to take food and drinks on the Hogwarts Express. That's right. Not very usual for a lot of the attractions out here. They sure. don't let you take your drink <laughs> on the roller coaster. Right. But the Hogwarts Express, you're more than welcome to take a beverage with you. Yeah. Um, enjoy it. You know, you're sitting down for a minute. Have a nice, refreshing drink on the way over to Hogsmeade. Now, I want to talk about the Hogwarts Express experience. Sure. Okay. We go upstairs. Yeah. You're between platform nine and ten. Yes. The classic. I mean, transition. Every Harry Potter fan knows there's a very special way to get to the Hogwarts Express. That's right. So as you're walking between platforms 9 and 10, right. as you, as any fan knows, you have to walk straight at the wall. You know, Molly Weasley gives you these directions specifically. You have to walk straight at the wall, and then you will come upon platform 9 and 3 quarters. Just go right through it. Right through it. And it's cool. You can see the other guests in front of you just woof, woof, right through Going the wall. Going straight through that that's wall. Not, that's not a dog barking. That's the sound of people walking <laughs> through a wall. I mean, it's, it's like it's, a whoosh. It makes like a whoosh sound when does. you go through. Even if it's not audible, it makes like a whoosh sound like in your heart because like you know that they're like walking onto this magical platform. It's incredible. So as soon as you turn around the corner to get onto platform nine and three quarters, there you are. You are seeing the Hogwarts Express. Hedwig the Owl is sitting there waiting to welcome you. There's piles of luggage. There's other witches and wizards around you. You're there. I introduced myself to Hedwig. You did? Yeah. Because she was sitting there going, whoo, whoo. And I was like, David. (laughs) And Carrie. That's Carrie. Was that a dad joke? Was that an owl dad joke that you just pulled out? (laughs) Ten points. That was very good. Ten points for Slytherin! Wow! (laughs) Okay, so once we pass Hedwig... You know, we're we're getting on to the to, to get ready to get onto the train to yeah. get into our compartment. We got to sit in our compartment there. Yes. It's so cool. It's beautiful. It's got like comfy little seats there. Yeah. You can look out the window. So like as the train takes off, mm-hmm. you're chugging. You're chugging through London. Yeah. You go through the, the British countryside. Yep. It's incredible. It's beautiful. And of course, you're seeing some of your favorite friends along the way. So you got Hagrid out there. He's kind of going along with the train, giving you a hey, what's up? <laughs> That's exactly what he said. Okay. <laughs> 
Um, so not only is there stuff happening outside the window, oh, but no. there's stuff happening outside your compartment door as well. Yes. So the the snack trolley goes by with yeah. the treats. Some chocolate frogs get loose. Mm-hmm. Y- you might see some uh, famous friends that are walking by trying Take to see if they can find an empty compartment. For sure. Not ours. Ours was occupied. Nope. We were in it. Sorry, bud. Yep. Move on. When you enter Hogsmeade for the first time, True. you come from, the, from Hogsmeade Station yeah. into Hogsmeade. It's beautiful. It's snow-covered. You see the Hogwarts Express on the right side. We have the conductor, the train conductor hanging out. There's tons of witches and wizards enjoying themselves out there. And, of course, the the crown jewel of Hogsmeade is Hagrid's Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure. Of course. Right there across from the Three Broomsticks. Another amazing place to eat. Oh, man. Had we not eaten at the Leaky Cauldron. And had room in our stomach. Yeah, I would have <laughs> happily hopped into the... Uh, the three broomsticks yes. for another another lunch. Definitely. Totally different menus, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, different menus between the two. So You're right. Don't forget, the three broomsticks has that great feast that I love talking oh, about so yes, much. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. Remind if you listen to our Islands that. of Adventure episode, I talked at length about the great you feast. You did. You did. You said there's like there's like yes. corn and it is, it is a It is a feast for the whole family to share. Oh, okay. So it's it's meant for four people. Sure. It comes with tons of stuff. It comes with salad, roast vegetables, corn on the cob. Ribs, chicken, and it's more than enough food uh, to share between four people as well. So, It sounds scrumptious. Yeah. Okay, next time we're going to have to eat at Three Broomsticks. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. But since we were already stuffed with Leaky Cauldron, our we leaky decided cauldron to— Our stuffed. Yes, we decided to enjoy our dessert on the train, get over to Hogsmeade. And then once we were in Hogsmeade, of course, we walked straight towards Hogwarts Castle. It's—yeah, it's incredible. That's another—I mean, I keep saying, like, oh, it's an amazing sight, an amazing sight— there's just so many photographable spots. The hits keep coming. They do. In the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Yikes. I mean, <laughs> as soon as you walk into any of the lands, you got to take a photo. Anytime, you know, you're in front of those iconic structures like Hogwarts Castle or Gringotts Bank, you got to get a picture. Yeah. In front of all of the rides. I mean, there's just, there's so much to see. Just trust me, bring your camera, bring 10 cameras so you, so you can load up and and get a picture of everything that you're seeing. I always see a lot of people right on that the the wooden bridge right in front of Hogwarts oh, Castle. Yeah, That's a really yeah. great spot. Really good spot. Yeah, Completely they, unobstructed. They got the trees there, yeah. the castles up there on the on the rocks. Yeah. It's gorgeous. So, it's so faithfully recreated too. I mean, oh, every detail. Incredible. Yep. One of my favorite rides in all of Universal Orlando. I think maybe your favorite ride, your number one favorite ride. I, I think Does your favorite ride oscillate between a couple? In my opinion, Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey is like one of the best attractions ever made. I completely agree. It is It is so much more than like any old theme park ride. It's such an awesome ride. It really, really is. Yeah. So for our guests who have not experienced Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey, just sort of in a nutshell, it is a, a motion ride where you are seated uh, on a vehicle, and that vehicle is transformed into sort of a magical vehicle. Uh, it's a flying bench, yeah, I think they bench. describe it. You know, you're flying classic, your classic flying bench. Of course. Yeah. Of course. And you are sort of, you're going on this forbidden journey uh, with your favorite characters through the grounds of Hogwarts Castle and beyond. Yeah, you're in the Forbidden Forest. Yes. You, you might even go down to the Chamber of Secrets. Man. You're all over the place. It, it really is. It really is amazing. So if you have not experienced Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey, 100% 10 thumbs up between David and I yeah. must do if you are going to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter Hogsmeade. Disclaimer. It is every scary thing from Harry Potter <laughs> all put into one ride. That is true. If you— <laughs> That is true. If 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 you're afraid of the spiders— If you're afraid of spiders, dementors, dementors snakes— 
you're you're in for trees. Quidditch, you're in for it. But it is it is incredibly enjoyable. I promise. Uh, I I'm not a huge fan of scary things, but I love it. So after we left Hogwarts Castle, right next door is a super fun ride. We needed, you know, we need some levity after our very scary experience. So we decided to hop on over to the Flight of the Hippogriff. Yeah, and that's like a family coaster. Yeah. Nothing crazy, but nope. it's super fun. But with great views of the land, great yeah. views of the park, the castle, everything. I think you can see Hagrid's hut when yeah. you're up there. Yep. And then we stepped it up a notch. Yes, we did. We headed over to Hagrid's Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure, the newest addition to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. That's right. Another incredible roller coaster. And I would say Hagrid's Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure is every bit that speed, screams, thrills roller coaster that you want. With the Harry Potter story through it. Of course. It's actually called a story coaster. That's how they refer to it. Because not just a coaster experience— there are some moments where you see Hagrid, you learn about his magical creatures. Of course. You go on an adventure. Of course, the motorbike that you're riding on goes out of control. It's crazy. And if you're not a fan of maybe being in charge on that motorbike, you want somebody else to take the lead, you can enjoy the sidecar for the other side of the experience. Yeah. Sort of two different experiences in one yeah. roller coaster. Yeah. And there are some really cool hidden surprises that I have never experienced before on a roller coaster. So I'm not going to give them away, but just know that those are coming. Hold on! David, we are back in the radio broadcast center, and we are here to play a little game featuring a special treat from Sugar Plum Sweet Shop, the Birdie Bots Every Flavored Beans. So we are going to— I'm already nervous. I am also, because— uh, as as any fan knows, there are some beans in there that taste just delightful, like a nice sugary dessert treat, um, and some of them taste um, really suspect. You know, there's earwax and I'm barf, eyeing, I'm vomit. eyeing this one that's like brown and green. Yeah, I'm worried about that one. That one does not look super friendly. No, but we are going to play a game. Uh, it's going to be David versus myself, and our executive producer, Michelle, is going to be sort of the uh, the referee of the game, okay? So yeah. she is going to call out a color of bean. Uh, David has a pile in front of him. I have a pile in front of me. We are going to pick up that bean, and the first person to guess the flavor of the color of the bean that they are eating gets a point. And you'll, are we playing? You'll have to be very descriptive because there's like pink, and then there's like pink with like confetti flecks in it. And so. Okay. Okay. So, it, it, Michelle, we need as much specificity, as much specificity about yeah. the colors as we possibly can. Um, I can't guarantee. Uh, that we're both going to chew and swallow all of these because honestly, I'm not. I'm not a fan of eating earwax. So, we'll <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens. Boy, I hope it sounds as good as these taste. <laughs> okay, we get a we get a treat after. We we do have something we know is very delicious to look forward to. So, so we have to we have to race, including finding. So this involves right. finding oh, the bean mm-hmm. as described. Correct. Eating said bean and tasting it and Correct. naming what we think the flavor is. Yes. Okay. Now, we haven't seen – when you open uh, the cool little Birdie Bots Every Flavored Bean box, you do get a little cheat sheet in there that shows you what some of the beans are. If you want to go in truly blind like we are. Yes. We, uh, we, we're going we're gonna to go through this. We're ready. Michelle, David, are you ready? Ready as a okay. lover bean. <laughs> Let's hit it. Time to play Eat Your Beans. Ready? All right. First up. Yes. Green with speckles. Green with speckles. 
green. I don't have is it, a green Would you say a light green, a neon green? I got like four like this greens. One? Let's go lime green. Lime green. Lime, lime, green. lime green. That is still, okay, I think this is. It's sweet. Okay. It tastes like bubble gum. Mm. Oh. Did you get that? I would say bubble gum as well. No. What? Okay, wait. Green oh. apple. Green apple. Green apple. Yes. I, I, you know what? Maybe it was next to like a, a, a different bean that tasted like bubblegum. I did get bubblegum at first. Maybe my tongue just can't differentiate. I don't know. My brain. Okay. Gosh, Off to a good start. Apologies for the non-ASMR fans out there. <laughs> They're going to be enjoying this along with this, I promise. Okay. The gray one. Oh, oh gray. no, Michelle. Oh, that's oh. pepper. Oh. It? <laughs> Do you know what's crazy? I don't, I don't hate it. What? I don't hate that one. That is a very. It's almost savory. Spicy. It's like a savory bean. Mm. Not bad. Maybe. Mm. Maybe wow. I'm just used to. I'm just used to peppery <laughs> foods. David, that was good. I bet you can make some comments. Thanks. One to one. One to one. Tie sure. it. All right. Woo. Okay. Yellow speckled. Yellow speckled. Yeah. Um, yellow with white speckles or brown speckles? Ooh, brown speckles. Okay. Oh, I uh, yellow blue speckles. I don't know. Oh, it's gone now. Banana. 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 That's very good. It could be banana. I couldn't tell you. Are you eating the white, the the yellow with brown speckles? <laughs> he just picked up his chewed bean and looked I at it. it. <laughs> David, did it taste like banana? I have no idea. Uh, Here's a there's a totally different that yellow was a- and speckle one. This is so subjective. <laughs> All right, it's fine. It's totally there's fine. There's no rules <laughs> when you're playing eat my beans. <laughs> Blue. Just straight up dark blue, navy blue. Go fast. It's. I'm just going to name things. Ocean. Blue raspberry. <laughs> soap? Is it dish soap? Mm. No. Flavor. Is it good flavor? Oh. Blueberry. Yeah, it's blueberry. Oh. <laughs> I just guessed because it's blue. Good job, David. Maybe we're they're all up. mixing together. I'm telling you, we need like a palate cleanse. They're all mixing together. Okay. That's right. It's fine. Right. Okay, we're ready. Okay. White with brown speckles. Oh, no. Like dark brown, like this one? Like a bird's like egg? This one? Oh, this one or this one? Okay, like off-white with brown speckles. This one's got a lot more speckles than this one. Half the game is deciding which bean. Yeah. I mean, Get I don't know. That's part of the game. We picked the right bean or not. I'm, oh, you're right. I'm picking my chances. Go for it. Oh, this is delightful. Mm. I've got like it's a— It's chocolatey. Mm-hmm. I got like a mm. ice, like an ice cream sundae or like mm. a hot fudge sundae vibe. Oh, it's um, just a little mint? Maybe. Oh, mm. Mm. You got mint? I mean, I could have eaten the wrong bean. I got so like a like a chocolate mocha. caramel or like peppermint. A... Are you just <laughs> eating beans? <laughs> David has like four beans in his mouth. <laughs> I thought I might have took the wrong bean, so I'm trying another bean. <laughs> I would guess. I think that's the same bean. There was just more brown on that one. Is it car- caramel? Are we in the chocolate family? It's not chocolate. Not chocolate. Like white. White. white chocolate. No, no, no. It is, it is, <laughs> it's white. It's it is a white colored food item. Oh, gosh. Uh, marshmallow. 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 Yes. Oh, Who said it like, first? You, said you it did. First. Yeah. You did. I can taste the toasty. Now I, yeah, yeah it's good. It's good. Um, Brown. brown. Mm. Just straight up brown? With white. Brown with white. I think I'm out. That I don't one? think I have a brown with white. That's Just the keep luck. eating beans. That's the luck of the, luck of the draw, birdie bots. I have two brown with dark speckles. Go for it. Carrie, okay, you need a point anyway. You're behind. Brown with, Take brown the with point. dark speckles. Ready? Here we go, David. Nope. Mm-mm. I'm out. I'm oh, out. this one's bad. Oh, God. Oh, this my God. Bad. 
Oh my god, it tastes like rubber. Burnt rubber. Burnt rubber tire. Gosh, I'm getting grass. Asphalt. I'm getting grass. I'm getting dirt. It's dirt. It's dirt. Oh god. Yo. No god. Again? Don't hate it. I don't <laughs> hate <David>. this. <laughs> Does this say something about my childhood? Yes. I don't. You filled your mouth. God, it takes me back to the front yard. Dirt. Oh, just take a good claw of oh. dirt off the ground. Oh no. Oh, I hate that you like Put that. Put that on the menu. Are you ready? I'm ready. One. I saw a banana in my mouth. One. Two, three. I'm not sure about this. I don't know what that is. Is that green apple? We already eat green apple. Green apple didn't have oh, brown in it. Uh-uh. I don't like that. Uh-uh. No, it green was, with brown. Neon green. With <coughs> was it boogies? Oh, my boogies. God. It was boogers. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need some fudge. Here's a, here's a, how do you make okay. Carrie? Uh, how do you make Carrie freak out? Oh, you put a little boogie goodness. in her. You're the official winner. Way to go, David. I am the official winner of David, Eat My win. Beans. I'm eating some cherries. Eat your beans. Cleansing my palate. I think, no, another cinnamon. That's good. Okay. Those cinnamons are really hot. Guys, um, mm-hmm. I don't know if that fully translated to our listeners, but that was oh. a ton of fun. That is a great thing to do if uh, if you're like in a long line with your family. Buy a box of the Birdie Bots Ever Flavor Beans. That'll keep you at plenty entertained. Definitely. You're getting meh. Mostly a sweet treat. <laughs> Some surprises along the way. <laughs> but it is so much fun to watch other people eat. And if you're like ones. David and you like eating dirt and earthworms. Hey, you know what? What? They weren't all that bad. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you like the pepper one. That was like that overwhelming. Was, put, you put pepper in your food. It's fine. You don't exclusively eat peppers. You it's don't a know. garnish. No, I cook. I don't know. I, I don't know, David. I think we need to we need to end our treat um, journey with some Butterbeer fudge. That sounds like it will cleanse the palate. I think it will. I will I will pass it over. David, <laughs> cheers to an amazing day at the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Tink. Mm. Oh, that's much better. That's very good. Just like mm. uh just like butterbeer in liquid form, that that fudge is very sweet. Very good. Rich, decadent. Hot still my favorite. Mm. You still still a hot butterbeer fam? Yeah, I like it hot. I don't know. I don't know. The fudge is the fudge is coming in a close second. Ooh, that's good. Carrie, we've talked all about the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, and I feel like we've barely scratched the surface. There's just so much going on in there. There really is. You could spend a lot of time enjoying it. But we did want to leave you with our top five takeaways from today's episode. It is time for Take 5 Rewind. Number one, don't forget if you want to enjoy both the Wizarding World of Harry Potter Hogsmeade and the Wizarding World of Harry Potter Diagon Alley in the same day, you're definitely going to want to have that park-to-park ticket. That also becomes your ticket to the Hogwarts Express, so you can ride in between those two lands. Also, if you're staying at one of the Universal Hotels or if you're an annual pass holder, you do get that early park admission that lets you into the parks and into the Wizarding World of Harry Potter up to an hour before the park opens. So you'll definitely want to be in there so you can really dive in, hop on some of your favorite rides uh, before everybody else. Very smart. Number two, we highly suggest that you take advantage of all those amazing attractions. Over in the Wizarding World of Harry Potter Hogsmeade, we have Hagrid's Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure, Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey in Hogwarts Castle, and Flight of the Hippogriff, a really fun family ride, uh, sort of a roller coaster that gives you great views of the entire park. And also in the Wizarding World of Harry Potter Diagon Alley, you can ride Harry Potter and the Escape from Gringotts, and you can take that Hogwarts Express train in between those two Wizarding Worlds. So really great ways to further immerse yourself in the Harry Potter universe. 
Number three, enjoy the amazing food and drinks that you can find in the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. I always recommend, if you're looking for something a little bit out of the ordinary, a little bit more unique things to enjoy, that is where you want to go. Some of my favorite restaurants, the Leaky Cauldron, the Three Broomsticks, the Hogshead Pub, or you can enjoy some treats too, like at Florian Fortescue's Ice Cream Parlor, Sugar Plum Sweet Shop, Honey Dukes, so much great stuff there. Absolutely. Number four, Take time to spend a whole day at the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. I mean, it's something that you could probably spend multiple days. There is so much to discover from early park admission all the way to nighttime lights at Hogwarts Castle. You can enjoy all there is to offer. You can use that park-to-park ticket to go in between our Wizarding Worlds. Start your day off at Hogsmeade. Maybe get some breakfast. Uh, You can enjoy some of the attractions over there. Then you can take the Hogwarts Express over to Diagon Alley. Enjoy some more attractions over there. Maybe grab some lunch at the Leaky Cauldron and check out that nighttime show. So there is so much to do. Definitely dedicate one whole day of your vacation or more to enjoy the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Now, these nighttime shows are on select nights, so be sure to check the official Universal Orlando app for details on those shows. And number five, on that same note, live your best Harry Potter life, guys. Oh, yeah. Dive in. There are so many amazing ways to enjoy the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. If you want to get in there, retrace, you know, the character steps. Sure. Get your robes from Madame Malkins. Get your scarf. Get your wand at Ollivander's. Yes. You can use all the... Interactive wand experiences, immerse yourself with the amazing food and drinks, spend your time looking in every single one of those windows, finding out all those amazing, amazing little details, little references. And then you can take that experience home with you as well. Bring that wand home. And that's really great because when you go home and you're having those memories, you can pull that robe back out. You can pull that interactive wand back out. You can relive those memories at home. So take a little piece of the Wizarding World of Harry Potter home with you. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Stick around. In future episodes, we'll be talking about more of our favorites, special events, and more. Thank you again to our engineers, Art and Gil, our executive producer, Michelle, our producer, Kelsey, and everybody who's helping out making Discover Universal possible. See you later. To learn more about Universal Parks and Resorts, head to our show notes for links to our Discover Universal blog for a more in-depth look around our destination. While you're there, sign up to receive emails that will include articles, videos, and this podcast delivered right to your inbox to prepare for your next vacation. If you liked what you heard, leave us a review and don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.